brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Um, you know, if they want to, you know, tattoo something on his butthole, it's going to be like $7,000. Cause that's got to be painful and it's his butthole. Number 44, I'm Stephen Shane. Yeah, and I'm Fitz, and we are fired up. We are definitely fired up. It was a long goddamn week. Like an emotional week, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I Yes, both personally and then, of course, uh, just <laughs> internationally, universally uh, exhausting week. Yeah. Yeah, it, it totally was. Um, we got some really good beers here. We've got a full dock for everybody. Um, we're going to go through a little bit of Ukraine. We might get to Biden and his state of the union that's coming up and some stuff that's going on there. Um, gosh, uh, a lot of what the fucks though, which is, um, (laughs) that's, that's an understatement right there, man. Uh, That's yeah. No, that's actually, it's not an understatement. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. One of the things we've got to get to tonight is going to be your Venus flytrap um, yeah. discussion. Uh, this is I, we, we put this under cool shit, though, right? I mean, it's – or is it just scary I mean, shit? I, I don't know. No, I mean, it, it, it's pretty fucking cool. It's also pretty fucking scary. So scary cool <laughs> shit? I don't know. Cool scary shit? I don't well, know. I, I, I read that article and I thought, well, we got to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Because it goes perfectly with everything else that's been going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so yeah, so we're gonna get to it, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how we'll see how the night progresses. I'm I'm feeling good about it though. 
Yeah, me too. And uh, we we will have a Hefe sighting here in in about fifteen minutes or so. Um, and he's got a he's got a full plate tonight. Um, they're a bit short staffed over there at the uh, the casino, so his his breaks are going to be limited tonight. We're hoping we 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 get him twice, but um, we're going to take advantage of the at least the, the guaranteed one time that we're going to get him. So, and then uh, you know, the the rest of the show will of course be dedicated to Hefe as it always is, because um, I think. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say he's probably our most <laughs> consistent and loyal listener. Oh, yeah. He, told, he totally is. He totally yeah. is. And he's also our most eligible bachelor. Oh, yeah. I mean, after the photo shoot that we had. Uh, well, we'll get to that. But, we will, we I will mean, definitely get to that. But but we've got to tease it, though. Right? We. <laughs> I think I we mean, just did. Yeah. Okay. I, You're right. You're right. I, I think we just did. I think we. I think we just looked that gentleman up and down and stopped at the crotchal area. Yeah. I think oh. it's. I think it's teased. Yeah. Yeah. All I can say is elephants of Africa. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my boys hung like a snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to your beers because mine scares me. Oh, so I, uh, I okay. So I did not go scary. I went, um, I went decadent. I went Ooh. decadent, McChain, because I, I, because of the week that I had, particularly the last twenty four hours, uh, were were, whatever. Um, I thought, you know what? It, d- treat yourself, right? Just yeah. treat yourself. Put yourself number one tonight. Drink you what go. you want to drink. So <laughs> I got myself a uh, and. Uh, so this is like a, a this is a hat trick here um, because it's one of my favorite breweries here in town. Not my favorite, ultimate favorite, but one of my favorites. So it's a local beer. Number two, it's my favorite kind of beer. And number three, this is brand new from them. So I'm getting the, the full hat trick here. I've never had this beer before, and I'm, I really hope it doesn't disappoint. But this is from Cold Fire Brewing. Um, it is their Mole Stout. Uh, uh, so it's an okay. imperial stout with chocolate, cinnamon, vanilla, and a nice finish of chili peppers, which right. these are historically my favorite beers. Um, you know, if I just had, if, if I had one last beer before I died, it would probably be a, you know, a Mexican chocolate or a, or a mole stout. Um, so this is an 11 percenter. So it's, it's no, no weakling. Uh, it's going to get the job done. Uh, and then on top of it, all those amazing flavors. So I'm going to take a sip here. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. See, this is why cold fire is, is cold fire. This is why they, they, they hit it every time, whatever they try and do, they do it well. Um, oh yeah. They nailed this one. Wow. Is that good? All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. What are you drinking? Uh, well, along those lines, um, So <clears throat> I went into one of my beer places. I've got, you know, th- three or four places I like to go to. And uh, I, I went to uh, the gas station. I went to the beer cave. It's, it's oh, pretty, yeah. It's yeah. A really a decent. It's a, it's a really a decent uh, haul from there. Well, I'm drinking Mr. Sandman. Triple cinnamon. It's an Ooh. imperial stout brewed with cinnamon. And uh, it is from River North Brewing. Um, I'm just going to take a drink. Here we go. Yeah. 
Dude, I, isn't it funny how we do that? I mean, we, we do not talk about our beers beforehand unless we set it up prior, which you all know about because we talk about it on the show. But otherwise, we just show up with what we show up with. And right. so often we're we're on the same page. So funny. Um, <clears throat> really bitter. Yeah. Too, too I, much of the bitter cinnamon. Um, well, I, and I think that's just it. It's, I mean, if they really use cinnamon, it was, there was no extract. They didn't skip on it. Um, it's really, really bitter though. And it doesn't have any heat to it. I was expecting a little bit of heat, but there's no heat. It is for sure an Imperial stout drinkable. I mean, really drinkable. I yeah, wouldn't what's say the, pleasant though. What's the ABV on that one? 11. Okay. So we're, we're even on the mark there. We're both having 11. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that bitterness is coming through. I, you know, I remember when we were kids and, you know, we used to think that cinnamon was, was that flavor that, you know, came in the, in the cinnamon bears. Right. I um, love those things. And red hots. Yeah. And, and red hots like that. Oh, we thought yeah. that was cinnamon. And then you, you get a little older and you have actual, the actual bark of the cinnamon tree, like a legit cinnamon. And you're like, Oh, well, that's a whole different ball game. Um, right. And it, and it can be bitter. It for sure can be bitter, bitter. So. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, their website is garbage, so I wouldn't go to that. Um, not flashy in the least, which is fine. You don't; it doesn't have to be flashy. Um, it is a. I'm I'm kind of surprised though. It's a Denver, Colorado brewery, and the, I would think that they'd be uh, a little bit more aggressive with their. I don't know their advertising. It's just it's weird. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, Oh, thanks. Hey, look, we got a picture of uh Oh, wow, yeah, that's a I could have done it with my that's... phone. Well, yeah, and what's with the chalk art in the background there? Um, you know, I just have to point something out. What one thing that I really um I have to say that I miss about living in a in a bigger metro area like like Phoenix, like you're in, the Phoenix metro area. Yeah. Um you know, you, you get some amazing beers at a fucking gas station, dude. Do you know mm-hmm. what the gas stations around here sell? Bud, Bud, Bud Light, Coors, Coors Light. That's it. That's your, that's your array of gas stations. And I'm talking all, you know, 5,000 of them throughout the state of Oregon. That's right. all you're going to find. Um, I mean, I have to go to specialty stores especially grocery stores, especially beer stores to find anything decent. And then because it's the Pacific Northwest, everything's a fucking IPA. Mm. Um, so I, I just, I, I envy you a little bit on that when you say, yeah, yeah, I just went to my local gas station and I picked up these amazing beers. I, yeah. uh, I'm a little jealous. Well, and, and to be, you know, honest about it, it's not like we've got those on every corner, but I can name four off the top of my head that I, I, well, can I go know. To. In the East Valley, it, it's it's ridiculous. Plus, we've got three tap houses now. So, but here's the problem with it, though. They know they know that they are they've cornered the market on it, right? Yeah. Um, and they're just the prices that they're jacking up. I've got a, I've got a beer coming up. I'm well. I might do a review on. It. I'm not going to do it tonight. I'm doing two Imperial Stouts tonight. But um, I've got one from Pipeworks, which used to be really hard to get out here. 
Well, now it's getting kind of common. A lot of these beers are really common because we've gotten some distributors that have some serious credit. Um, and it's not like the guys who just dish out ABV or, uh, yeah, ABV all the day, you know, like the regular the right. Leganitis and all that shit. Right. Um, but they're really jacking the prices up now. So, I mean, this beer that I got here was 13 bucks and, and I'm not being a, I'm, this is not me being a bitch because I've spent way more and I've had way worse beers. I'm, that's not it, but it's just interesting. So you get all these specialty places that are really small and quaint and yeah, it's a tap room plus a gas station or whatever, but they, they, this is like their premium stuff and that's what, that's what they jack up the prices for. So, well, and I, and I'm, I mean, I'm not to be a, uh, not to just dive right in here, but on top of the fact that they know they've got the, the market cornered um, because right. it's, you know, supply and demand, right? Basic market market pressures. Um, right. We do have some pretty major inflation going on. I mean, anything that you mm-hmm. buy right now is going to have a three to 5% smack <clears throat> on it because fuel prices are going up and everything that we buy comes via a truck somehow, some way or a train. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, you're dealing with the market pressures where they're saying, yeah, we could probably squeeze $13 out of this beer. Yeah. Or maybe they're saying we could squeeze 11, but then we also have to cover our extra costs. So let's bump it up to 13. And, uh, yeah. and you know, th- this show could get interesting here in the next six months if inflation – and I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a chicken little here. We, we talked about this on the show the other night. I, I'm, I'm not a doomsdayer. I – I actually want to believe that we're going to pull out of this, uh, all of it. Um, But if inflation, you know, the Fed meets on the 16th of March and uh, and they say, no, we're going to we're only going to raise it, you know, 25 points, you know, a a quarter of a percent. And inflation just runs off and just takes off. We could be, you know only buying Bud Light because that's all we can afford, especially me. You know, I'm, I, so I, I, it's, it'll be interesting to see how the price of beer, um, because right, that's, that's something that's a staple in my diet uh, and in yours too, how that, that starts to really reflect the the economy at large, the, the, you know, the greater picture. Yeah, I, you're, you're absolutely right. It's going to be really interesting how um, this thing evolves over the next Let's start with next six months first, and then we'll see where we're going from there. Because who knows? I mean, especially once the Fed starts jacking up rates and stuff. I mean, it could be it could be an absolute train wreck, or it could be amazing. I have no idea. Yeah, who knows at, at this point? I mean, the market sure as hell didn't know what was going on this week. I mean, it crashed. No. I mean, okay, it didn't crash. It pulled back severely. It had a correction. <clears throat> yeah, I believe that's the that's the uh, professional term for it. the The actual term is the correction. Yeah. Um. You know what's funny about the market that I'm that I'm learning quickly? Um, the market it doesn't like uncertainty, no. but once no. it 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 knows a thing, even if the thing is bad, like war, then all, all of a sudden it can bounce back and it goes, okay, all of those unknowns. We we now know so we can move forward and still, you know, still keep these stocks going up because we believe in the, you know, the the, the basics of the company, the the fundamentals. Right. <clears throat> um, but when it doesn't know, when it doesn't know what's coming, when it doesn't know what's going to happen, yeah, it 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 shits the bed. And we saw yeah. that this week. But then, 
But then war broke out and the market was like, oh, okay, now we know what's happening. Let's business as usual. Just yeah. move on. Yeah. Or they just go ahead and it, it, it's agile, right? I mean, they're just going to shift the money over here. Right. We'll shift right. it over there. We'll shift it over here. We'll do with the cha-cha and everything's going to be great. Right. Um, but yeah, it's been, yeah, it's, it was, it was that was crazy. Um, we had a, we had a, a SHIB AMA um, and ask, ask me anything. And it was just a gigantic cheerleading thing. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, so that was really hard to watch because they had nothing that was like good for actual SHIB holders. But if you're holding any of the other stuff like leash bone and all that stuff, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to be the first one in to get into the metaverse and all this kind of stuff. So I haven't sold yet, but that was, that was demoralizing. That was like, really just go fuck yourself. I mean, I, I haven't stopped looking daily, like whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I, I definitely don't look anymore, especially when I get those damn alerts, you know, she was up, you know, 6% in the last, you know, eight hours. Yeah. 6% over its all time low. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You know, it's, right. it's not up. Yeah. It's just trying to recover from what it fucking lost <clears throat> the last two weeks. So, yeah, I, I stopped looking <laughs> at that shit. Um, I will say, though, I mean, and this is just me. I'm not speaking for you or Hefe at all. I, I, no. I mean, I want you guys to do well, not. what you want to do. But for me, I'm, I'm uh, this is a ride or die for me like that. As far as I'm concerned, that three hundred dollars that I put into Toshiba is either going to make me a millionaire or it's just going to be a few beers that I will never be able to buy. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I don't, I don't care. Right. It's, 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 it's in there and it's going to do what it's going to do. And who knows, maybe when I'm 65 and I'm destitute because all my other investments didn't pay off, maybe that'll <laughs> finally hit. Who knows? Hey, I, 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 it's like I said earlier, I mean, we're going to get paid something, whether we get break even or we actually get, you know, money for vegas who knows i'm sure i'm sure we're gonna get something out of it it's just annoying with uh all the the noise is just noise so yeah agreed um i have a shout out a little twitter shout out okay uh this is for 
the Gruesome Twosome podcast. Uh huh. And Ebony at Ebony. Oh six. Isn't it Ebony? E- it's Ebony, but she's got but in her Twitter handle it's E B U N Y O six. So Ebony, yeah, yeah, Eb- yeah. <clears throat> Fellow podcaster, you guys should check out her show. Very funny, really good, uh, and she's a wonderful follow on. Uh, yeah, on, she uh, really is. I she she friended me, I think, just because you know she found she found the podcast, then she found yep. she found the podcast handle, then she found me, and then friended me but yeah no she's a great follow actually and i've been making i've been making friends on twitter this week um some of it associated with the show uh, some of it just not just because i've i've been i guess i guess because i'm participating because i'm actually you know commenting (laughs) i'm I'm calling people on their bullshit when they say dumb shit uh and then i'm i'm you know i'm i'm making comments on all you hotties out there that that like to you know show us your booties and your and your boobies uh, I'm, I'm, I'm commenting and saying this one girl, for instance, this one girl, she's, she's my, she's my kind of girl. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get close to the mic here. Cause I, <clears throat> I want everyone to feel this. Yeah. Barry white, this thing, go for it. Get she, in here. She, get in your tight. she, she's, uh, she's, she's athletic. She's thick on the bottom. I mean, she's a, she's like sprinter <laughs> thick, right? Who, who are we talking? Um, just some, uh, somebody random. Yeah. Yeah. Just a random. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. Okay. So she's thick, uh, real big bubble butt, always showing it off. You know, she's going to the gym. She's she's doing her squats. You know, she's in these little shorts and um, and she's not real big up top. She just she's got maybe an A cup, B cup. No, it's definitely an A cup. That's your girl. That's your girl. But that's my yeah. And she's heavily tattooed, and she just has this crazy fucking hair all over the place. And she's got you know like five ear piercings in each of her ears. And she's just she's my kind of girl, right? I mean, she's changing her hair color all the time, just. Super athletic, super fun, would be just a wildcat in bed, and she's just my kind of my kind of thing. Well, she comes on Twitter and she's like, "If I had one wish, it would be, you know, that I had I, I had a bigger chest." And I was like, I, "So I, <laughs> I had to chime in and be like, stop, girl. You know, you're beautiful. You are beautiful the way you are. Don't change a goddamn thing. Um, your body is perfect, and and if you start augmenting your body." That means you're you're augmenting for someone else and not for yourself. And she just she you know I, I think she really appreciated it because I just I was just telling her what I thought and she was like you know I really needed that. You know Good. she she DM me back and she's like I really needed that. That was a really nice boost. Thanks for being kind. She said you wouldn't believe this shit that I <laughs> that I get on Twitter. I'm like I'm sure. And she's got an only OnlyFans page and stuff like that. I mean I I'm sure she does just fine. But I, I'm, I've just been speaking up and making friends, and it's been a good, it's been a good thing. Hey, what's, uh, what's, what's going on, man? How's the night going? Oh, it's okay. It's busy out there. How you guys doing? Uh, good. Uh, good. good. Yeah, we busy's just, good, uh, man. Yeah, we yeah. were uh, just talking about Ebony on uh, Twitter, one of our friends of the show. I was talking about her, and and Fitz was filling us in on another um, young lady that he's been talking to and we're both feeling really good about being social. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, hold on. Whoa. Hold on. I got to stop you there. Being virtually social. (laughs) I don't want to talk to some motherfucker face to face. Come on. (laughs) Well, no. Why would we want to do that? Keyboard warriors. I mean, mean, that's why we've got a podcast. 
That's right. I want to get that straight right now. <laughs> right now. So so Hefe, you had a you have a story for us. What what happened, man? Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll try to make it quick. Uh so I know you guys aren't big casino players, but do you, do you know a game called Free Bet Blackjack? Yes. <clears throat> sure. So you get you get free double downs on 9, 10, and 11, free splits on anything except for 10s. Um, but the trade-off is a dealer 22 is not a bust, it's a push. Mm. So if I deal myself to a 22, everybody pushes, right? And it's, I mean, that's a terrible game. It's, uh, it's I, I can so, already see where this is going. It's so slanted to the casino. It's ridiculous. Like, anyway, this old man is sitting at my table. He's got to be. He's got to be in his eighties. And uh, every time he'd have a hand, and I'd you know hit to a twenty-two, he'd like clap his hands or put his arms up like he won. And I'd throw the little thing out there that says "dealer push" on a twenty-two, and he'd go, "Oh, you know," and he'd kind of clench his fists and stuff. <laughs> and so the last straw apparently was he. He got two aces, and he got to split them for free. And I gave him a 10 on one and a nine on another. So he's got a 21 and a 20. And then I deal myself to like a five card 22 and he claps his hands and stands up and he says, yeah. And I throw it out there and I say, oh, it's, it's push 22. And he sits down in his chair and then he stands up and he goes, you and this game could go to hell. <laughs> he takes his chips and he walks to another table. And to hear that from like an 85 year old man was, I mean, I just, anyone else anybody else says that to me i get pissed or you know tell them to watch it don't yell at me but whatever this yeah. guy it, it was so amusing to me like i try not to laugh could piss him off more but underneath my mask i was smiling it was great it was a great long, first table how long did it take him to get from your table to the next table <laughs> that is such a great question <laughs> Because uh, you know he was pissed <laughs> until he sat down. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's okay. He probably forgot why he moved when he got there. Like, what? Did I? What did <laughs> I? Well, no, it's like those people that you know they they get so mad at you on the road, and they just want to show you how pissed they are. But they're driving some old, you know, yeah. v- VW bus that does zero to sixty in like three minutes. <laughs> it's like, okay, bro. You'd be mad all you want. Son of a bitch. Uh, well, that's a, that's a fantastic story. And I'm, I'm glad you just, you know, let, let that man play out his rage. I mean, what, what more does he have left? Yeah. You know, especially tonight, just let him play out that rage. He's watching the world crumble around him. Everything he's <laughs> built his whole life for and <laughs> let him have it. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that escalated quickly. His whole life savings went to the table right in that. He's going to reverse mortgage on his house yeah. because Tom Selleck told him to do it. Yeah, right, right. Oh, Jesus. Right. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, uh, we've got we've to ask Whiskey Hell that I, I want to get to. Um, it's a bit unusual, guys. I, I think, um, I mean, we've, we've got the, the conflict in Ukraine going on. We all know about it. We're going to talk about it a bit more in depth later in the show. Um, and so in, in the email, uh, in our, in our email pops this, uh, email message and it was all in the, uh, in, in Cyrillic in the Cyrillic alphabet, the, the Russian alphabet. Oh uh, yeah. And so I, I threw it into Google translate and I, there were better ask whiskey hells this week. There was, we have some listeners out there going, going through some kind of rough stuff right now. Um, and I want to get to those, especially, uh, the lady from Grand Rapids. We, we're going to get to you because 
because what's happening is fucked up. But I, I had to read this one because it's 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 brief and it's from it, it's from Russia, guys. It's from Russia. So I'll I'll read this just as Google Translate put it into you know in, into the text box. I'm gonna read it. All right. And so I'm I'm there's conjugations that are probably off and adverbs that aren't there, but I'm just gonna and I'm I promise I won't do a fake Russian accent, okay? Oh, okay. Well, I know. I, I just, I don't, I don't want to be offensive <laughs> to myself. Um, all right. Hello from Ukraine. I am Russian soldier. I am hungry. I am also horny. I have been flirting with Ukrainian women for months as we have prepared for our invasion. But I have problem. I am afraid to shoot my beautiful women. What do I do? Russian and in love. <laughs> oh, it's that is a problem. You know, I mean, it's 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 war. Yeah, it's 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 very, you know, akin to those uh, American soldiers over there in the Middle East that uh, have the kids with the bombs strapped to them. It's very similar, you know. <laughs> wow, it, is it? Women- <laughs> It really is. It really is. (laughs) Okay. I guess I'm not familiar with the minutia of war here the way you are. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, just think about it. You know, you see a kid walking towards you with a bomb. Do you shoot him or do you just sit there and wait until he gets to you and blows everybody up? This Russian guy, this Russian soldier, you know, he wants to bang some hot Ukrainian women. But his who doesn't? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, I understand what you're saying now. I, I <laughs> thought we were, I, I thought we were going down the, now I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Way, way to bring it back. That's a good, yeah. good job. Real down. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you set us straight there. Happy. Um, McShane, what are, what are your thoughts here? I mean, well, I, uh, you know what? The first thing you could do is like drop your weapon, right? Change out of your clothes. Take your phone, abandon your unit, maybe take some buddies with you and just uh, try to get into one of the towns. You know, be cool, though. Right. Don't bring any weapons with you. And now get on Tinder. Um, I think that would be a great way to go. You never know. I mean, a lot of stuff. It's war, but you maybe you can find some love. And, you know, um, Ukraine isn't that different from Russia. Um, I, I say go for it. No, here's my thing is that I get, I mean, I don't know if you guys get these, but I get, you know, two to three emails from Ukrainian women every month. Um, and they're, you know, like they're, they're cheap. Like oh. they, they, all they want is for me to fly mm. them over here and become my wife. And now I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass. Um, but to, to, to Russia in love here russian and in love um i'm gonna forward those emails to you because i these women all seem legit the pictures that come along with them are they're beautiful women and all they want is i don't know like twenty five thousand dollars cash and you just wire them the money and then they're yours i think you know that's that's the way to go then you can shoot whoever you need to shoot but then when you're you know your wife to be shows up and she's like hey you paid the 25 grand for me um, then, you know, I, I don't know. You, you go to Hawaii for a, for your honeymoon. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this guys. I don't, I'm just saying 
I could have saved a lot of Ukrainian women and now they're, and now I can't. Yeah. Well, you still can. I mean, there's well, always tomorrow. So you could just, it might cost a little bit more, but uh, maybe have them smuggled out. I don't know if that, if that works. Well, I, anyway, I think we've done a lot of good here. Uh, yeah. I wish, and him, I, I wish what him well. What's crazy to me is I'd like to know how he got <laughs> our podcast over there. Like, how did he even know to send this email? Also, if he's listening to our podcast, he he must be able to understand some English. But still, he sent he sent me the email or sent us the email in in Russian, and I'm not I'm not sure how that works. Maybe maybe it's like me with Spanish. Like I can I can understand somebody speaking Spanish, but I can't fucking speak it. I I understand what they're saying. I, there's no way I'm going to try and try and respond. <laughs> So maybe no, it's one of those no. deals. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to see how that goes, and I'm sure you'll have a response. So it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting. And you um, know what? I'm just I'm. Can I just say one last thing? Like, if he yeah. doesn't want to shoot any of his any of these Ukrainian women, um, how, Which you how about you just don't? I mean, yeah. You how, shouldn't. how about you just don't shoot anybody? Like, how about let's just put it's down our call. guns and not have a war? How about that? I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, there's that. Could go that route. But I think you'd have to call Putin or something for that. I don't I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't I don't yeah. I don't we'll get into the whole Ukraine thing and we'll discuss, you know, if Putin's actually, you know, the I, I wheel. do think this is one of those Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yeah, I think this is one of those cases, though, that just shows how, you know, with the times this show is. I mean, here we have this breakout war, and then who do we get an email from? One of the damn soldiers on the ground. I mean, we are with it, guys. This is awesome. Yeah. Always here to help. Always here to help. In any language. Ask ask Whiskey Hell. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go back. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an hour and twenty. So, all right. Well, hopefully we're we're still talking. But if we're not, uh, have a great rest of the night, and um, you know we'll catch you next week. Yep. All right, boys. Cheers. Have right. a good show. Later. Oh, all right. Well, we'll have to if we have him back on. We'll ask him about the OnlyFans stuff, and we'll we'll see what he's doing there. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm curious about what's what's uh, a. I think you had a fantastic idea for that, especially after his photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, B, 
Um, I'd like to know his thoughts on that. Like, what are what are the plans? Because this could be huge, you know, both for him and for the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, uh, he just put some uh, Whiskey Hell merchandise around. And uh, let's talk merchandise with him tonight, too. I think we got some options okay. we need to, we need to discuss. I don't want to I don't want to tip anything off yet. I we'll think tease that. No, I don't I don't either. Um and I I mean you want to talk about branding. I mean that boy's body is 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 unmarked. I mean it's it's pure. I'm thinking oh. a giant <clears throat> whiskey hell tattoo across his ass. When I think of Hefe, I think of a giant white marbled stone epitaph. That's just ready to be marked up and just chiseled that's, that's what I'm into that's what I'm perfection. Saying. Yeah, by yeah, some I, young lady who has a chisel. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm 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 seeing like a whiskey hell advertisement. I'm also seeing, you know, uh, let's say a company comes to us and they're like, "Hey, we'd love to do a commercial on on whiskey hell. We we want you to advertise for us." Great. Have we got a deal for you? Because not only will we talk about you on our show, but we will have video of our one of our co-hosts getting a tattoo of your logo on his, you know, you fill in the link, on his on his chest, on his penis, on his <clears throat> kneecap, whatever wherever you want it. Because he's completely untouched right now. So I think that we put like zones on him. And and he obviously gets a cut. I mean, yes. it's his body. So. Yes. I mean, if we just get like five bucks out of it, that's cool. Buys beer. Um, but uh, you know, like his chest, <clears throat> right, is twenty five bucks. His ass. Sure. No, I like this. He's gonna have to show it, right? I mean, we're talking right, like right. Maybe three hundred, and they and they're gonna pay for the the um, the tattoo too. Um, you know, if they want to, you know, tattoo something on his butthole, it's going to be like $7,000 because that's got to be painful and it's his butthole. Yeah. So, and, and plus the tattoo artist has to get paid for that. Cause that stinks. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying anything about Hefe's butthole. <clears throat> I'm just saying all buttholes. I mean, that just can't be a fun. Um, no. I really, <laughs> I have to say, I really like where the show is headed here. Um, yeah. We're doing well. We're, we're doing great. We're <laughs> we are looking at revenue streams coming in, you know, left and right here. This is oh yeah, this is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we're gonna get um, <clears throat> let's see, Jack Daniels tattooed on him. Jack Daniels will want him. We'll get Jack Daniels in there. Uh, maybe like well, knob, I, I, knob I, Creek I, on his dinger. What about Pornhub? Like on oh. his forehead or something. Yes, you could, you could do that. That's going to be really expensive. But I think Pornhub right above, you know, like in that little tri- that little triangle area, right, on, on dudes, the well-muscular dudes. I don't have one. I don't know. You might have one. I have no idea. But, like, right above your dinger in between, like, your hips, right, that little, little area, right? The oh, yeah, the, 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 two love, the two love channels. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, the love channels. Yeah. And, and just like that, we've named the show. Um, Dude, why, why do you why do you think I do I I, I do all my core all my core work? It, it's just for those. That's it. That's I mean, it's completely <clears throat> ego. But he could totally put a nice big porn hub right there. 
Oh yeah, because that says yeah. so much. I mean, not only is it like I'm, um, you know, pimping Pornhub, but I'm the Pornhub. <laughs> right. 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 Double double entendre. Which now I, you know you, those play you. You put that on OnlyFans. Well, and how about an OnlyFans Boom. tattoo? And an OnlyFans tattoo. Maybe that's what goes on goes on his his on his butthole. Or on the on the other love channel. Oh, so we're gonna do you know, double por- love channels. Okay. Well, porn Pornhub on the right, and you know, OnlyFans on the oh, left. Dude, okay. this this whole idea you. fucks, man. This this fucks. It's this is. This is top notch here. I, I love it when, when we put our heads together and we plan out someone else's life because it always, always ends up awesome. Going fucking great. And you know what else? This listeners should really appreciate that we're doing this with them listening on the fly. Okay. That, yeah. This is this is the creative process that yeah. you're experiencing. No, I mean, with it's... That, it's uh, <clears throat> It's a stroke of genius, really. I mean, if you, I, I don't want to brag, but yeah, no, I think I think we did well there. That's good, good for good for us, good and for, good, good for Hefe, and good for Hefe. Yeah, we have a we have a talk coming up, Hefe. Just <laughs> clearly, we need to talk about all this, but yep. you know, just yep. we got you, dude. We got you. All right, <clears throat> let's uh, let's dive into Ukraine because it was an absolutely bizarre week. Um, everybody thought that Kiev was going to be taken in like the first day and it's still standing. They've been through their, uh, the fourth night. Russia has, is, is not doing well. It feels like though, when I go online, it's like we're tracking a sporting event and that's sick. Weird. I mean, I know we kind of made fun of, you know, the Russian looking for dating, but there was even a story online that Russians are on Tinder looking for love while they're in combat. I can't make this shit up. It, no. This is real stuff that's happening. Okay, so I'm gonna throw this out there, and again, I um I, I don't I'm not sure I made this clear enough on Thursday night. I am completely neutral. Which means that I'm going to call out bullshit on either side. And <clears throat> because we are in America and we're, we're so, so we already have that filter, right? I mean, that, that, that filter has been put on any of the news we get is going to go through some sort of filter. It's not going to be the raw intelligence that's coming out of Ukraine. It's going to have gone through all kinds of filters before we get it. Um, but to me, Either, either Russia half-assed this and they were like, yeah, we kind of want the rest of Ukraine, but we really don't. Or it's, it's, a, it's an outright lie and we're, it's a smear campaign against, against the Russian country and we're trying to make them look worse than they are. Because you and I both know they have the third largest standing army in the world. Ukraine's is, is way down there. They're like 22nd or something. If Russia really wanted to take Ukraine and Belarus and all of the surrounding countries, they could do it without even, I mean, before their morning piss, they could do it. So the fact that we're, you know, we're getting all this rhetoric about how the people are standing up and they can't take Kiev and they were repelled and, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe some Russian forces were repelled 
Uh, but that's not the entire Russian army. They're not even doing airstrikes. I mean, it, oh. if anything, it was some foot soldiers that came in and went, whoops, we went too far, too, too many enemy soldiers here. We got we to gotta go away. It's not the entirety of the Russian army. Um, and that's not even talking about, you know, the missiles, rockets, nukes. I mean, fuck, if they wanted to wipe Kiev off, off the face of the earth, they would just do it. Believe me. Now, well, they, would there they be would. retaliation? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, yeah, maybe Russia is, is bumbling a few things here and there. Maybe they've got some troops that are even surrendering. But if they wanted to bring the, the fucking house down, they would bring the house down. And, and so I, I just, I'm taking all of that with a grain of salt. I mean, I, we want to look at, yeah. the, at the Ukrainians as these heroes. Okay, we can look at them as heroes, but that's totally and grossly underestimating what the Russians could and would do if they wanted to. Well, it's interesting that they haven't yet. It's almost like they're Agreed. wanting to go ahead and drag this out, which I couldn't imagine why that would be a good idea. Um, I, I can't. Um, I mean, there's it, it. It sounds like, and again, take this for what it's worth, but it sounds like a lot of cases that they've they've the they split their forces in four axes. They've rather than doing what they intended to do. They've split their forces, which has split their supply chains. Um, they can't keep their supply chains together anymore. Um, they haven't taken anything but some very small cities and, and some villages. Um, all of the big cities are still, they're still standing and they're still, they're fine. Um, I mean, not fine. I'm not going to say that because I think it's like 250 you know, civilians have died. And then there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of uh, army um, you know, soldiers that have obviously perished. Um, so I'm definitely not making light of this, but it's just really, really strange because they're still doing. And we talked about this in the last in the last show and the one that we did earlier in the week. Um, and they're still doing parachute paratrooper drops, and they don't even have air superiority. They still have you know, there's still SAM sites. The um, the, the Ukrainians still have total air, um, not air ability, sorry. Um, all of their, not all of their even, um, but the majority of their air to air missile systems are still intact. Yeah. Their air defense stuff. Yeah. You know, if, if I, I'm just wondering if one, the, 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 the orders aren't being changed with how the war is being played. Two, if their army isn't really doesn't have their heart in it. And three, they intended to occupy the whole time, so they're just in this for for however long they want to go ahead and do it, which is weird okay. too. No, I'm I'm okay. So you're you're getting to exactly where I got to. I mean, that's that's mm -hmm. that's where the intelligent mind goes because uh, so I, I I look back. Well, number one, um, Russia has literally survived and and we don't have to go any further back than world war ii we can go further back to the prussian wars and um you know half a dozen wars before that but let's just take world war ii strategically hitler thought he could just uh you know cruise on in with all of his troops uh into russia take moscow and it would all be over and what he grossly underestimated was the terrain, the weather, and how hardy those people were. 
Yeah. Um, and he got his fucking ass handed to him. I mean, you know, we're we're talking about things from a very Western centric point of view and our Absolutely. history makes sense to us. But if you talk to a Russian, they are 100 percent. Well, they are 98 percent responsible for winning World War Two. And we were like two percent. And if you look at the numbers of troops that died, I mean, Russia lost what one and Millions. a half million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and we lost like 30,000. I mean, it's not even close. So Russia stood up to to Hitler. So what what I'm saying is why I'm bringing in that context is if anybody understands um, going in and taking a nation quickly and swiftly, it's Russia. Um, because if you don't do that, mm-hmm. um, you're you're not you're never going to win. So your brain goes to, well, maybe they just want to occupy. Well, look what we did to Afghanistan. And Iraq, we were there and we brought this up on the Thursday show. You did. Um, we were there for oil, poppy fields, you know, things that could make us money, things that meant something to our economy and to the world economy. Um, so why do you think Russia's there? I mean, yeah. if they're just going in and not just blitzkrieging the whole fucking and leveling the whole country, which they could easily do in their sleep, we know. They're not wanting to do that. They're wanting to go in and create small skirmishes, keep the world's attention on this World War III uh, while some other nefarious shit's put into, into place. I mean, that's that's where my mind goes because it's all about occupation right now and, and um, diversion. And yeah, we're going to lose a few soldiers here and there, but what do we care? Um, we, we took the areas of Ukraine we wanted and you can have the rest, but we're going to keep you on, on edge. We're going to keep you on your toes. And we're going to keep the world's attention on us. That's what it says to me. It, it, may, it, it does. It does have to make you wonder. It really does. Belarus uh, said it was totally fine if they go ahead and move nukes into Belarus. Uh, so that's probably going to be happening. That was confirmed tonight. Um, you've got sanctions have been put in place. That's going to take like a month to go into actual effect. And it's probably not going to do anything to Putin because um, no. his, his money's all stashed away nicely and bank accounts will never get traced back to him, but it's going to completely fuck the economy of not just Russia, the world. So yes. it's, it, it doesn't help anything, especially with how our economy has been. Um, it's just, um, just hey, going to be a cluster. Real quick, McShane, do you want to know um, top three? Give me your top three. Uh, countries who own the most gold in the world. Give me your top three. What's number well, one? I'm cheating, but I'm pretty sure Russia is the first one. Um, number one. That's right. Russia. Uh, China would probably be number two. And Number two. And I would say probably somebody like maybe Germany would be number three. India. Oh, no shit. Huh. Okay. One, two, three. So Russia has the most gold on the planet. We all know gold only increases in value. It never decreases. Um, Putin's in this for the long haul. I mean, you can freeze his bank accounts, but if he pulls out, you know, 10 tons of gold bullion, oh, don't you worry. China will be there to help them. Oh, don't you worry. Belarus will fucking cave. I mean, it, the things we're, we're, we're talking about here are so <laughs> above our pay grade. Yeah, um, totally. And, and and we're all just running to catch up. And what we're what we're being fed is so many lies and bullshits and misdirections and 
um, you know, really intelligent people are trying to figure this out and they can't. And so I guess what I guess what I would like to say to our listeners um, is that and we said this on the show on Thursday too. um, do the gut check. McShane said it really well on Thursday. Do the gut check. If it doesn't smell right to you, if it doesn't feel right to you, if it doesn't check out with what what you just heard five minutes ago, then check out all the stories. Go deeper. Find another news source. Find another another way to look at things. Uh, and and quit listening to us. I I don't mean quit listening to the show, but we don't know what we're talking about either. We're just trying to figure everything out as well. Just just right along with you. So I I just with so much misdirection and misinformation going on out there. Uh, and I, I dare I say fake news. It, it's just, God, it's, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. Well, and there's layers upon layers upon layers, right? And one of the things that yeah. we kind of went after and I maybe poorly, I know I didn't, I didn't, my part of the discussion on Wednesday was, I was shit that night. So I apologize because you, you brought your A game and I just I wasn't up to the, the conversation. So that's on me. But I do want to bring up um, the kind of, you know, I'm not going to get and dive into the history very much, but you did tip, you know, you did nod that a lot of this is NATO. I mean, NATO is sitting on mm. Putin's doorstep and I can't see why he would like that because that's a lot of armament and that would be really oh, yeah. frustrating. So I, I completely get it. Um, we actually, uh, there's a video, uh, John Mearsheimer, um, a pol- political science um, professor um, gave, look him up on YouTube and fascinating, uh, fascinating. Um, great, great talk. talk. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And uh, what everybody forgets, I think um, is that, you know, this is a country that, you know, like you were saying, going back to World War II, um, the Cold War, and there's a lot, there's there, there there's a lot of animosity there. There's a lot of there's there's no trust, um, and there shouldn't be because of the way we've acted. Um, but this is still, it it just proves that imperialism is still alive and well. We see it every time we go ahead and go overseas mm. to do something. Afghanistan, Iraq. We thought Iraq, yeah. and Afghanistan were going to be really easy. We'll just go over there. We'll turn them into democracies, and they'll be our puppet friends. Well, Russia doesn't like that. What we're what what's been happening with the Ukraine? We could say a lot about you know some of the different factions within Ukraine, but at the end of the day, they want to make sure that Ukraine doesn't become part of NATO and get any closer, or that Western standards democracy. Uh, prevails over there. They don't want to see it. And it's hard because it's a country that is really going to struggle because communism is dying. So they're stuck with just national pride. Well, when your national pride is being beaten in, you're not part of the cool kids club. Um, Nobody wants to talk to you. You end up being the, you know, you end up being a, a ruffian. And that's where they're at now. That's the same place that, that China's in, too. Um, there's a lot of national pride, and it's no doubt that Putin, it makes obvious, it makes perfect sense that he'd want to get all of his territories back and build up the Soviet Union again so that it's strong, it can weather the next 50 years, because eventually he's going to pass it on to somebody, and they're going to have to deal with it. 
and I don't think it was getting any stronger the way it was. So it makes sense. I hate it. I don't think there should be wars, period. I think everybody should just get along and suck it up and be cool with everybody being themselves. But I, I get it. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. I get it. I don't condone yeah. it. But I get it. Yeah, and I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, that was one thing that you and I talked about, you know, off and on all week. You know, I'm, I'm very empathetic uh, to – and, and I, I, this is in no particular order, okay? This is just me naming things that I'm empathetic to. I am empathetic to the Russian people. I am empathetic to the Ukrainian people. I'm empathetic to the everyday people all throughout Europe. I'm empathetic for the Chinese people. And I'm empathetic for the United States people because you know what? At the end of the day, we have a bunch of, of well, let's call them what they are, rich asshole elites who are moving their pawns, which is us, around a chessboard and and at what cost well nothing to them uh meanwhile we're taxed more heavily our goods are more expensive for us we're sending our sons and daughters to go die um civilians are being killed soldiers who don't want to fight are 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 you know killing <laughs> beautiful women that they were just flirting with i mean the realities of war are that the people who started the war never fight in it. Oh no. And that, never. and that to me, no, that to me is, is disgusting. You know, my, my lovely wife, she said the other day, she said she got upset and, and just pissed about, you know, the state of affairs. And, and, uh, you know, she broke it down like to like a fucking grade school level. And I, and actually it makes a lot of sense, but she said, you know what? All we need to do is get Zelensky and Putin, put them in a room together and they arm wrestle it out. And whoever wins, wins the war. It's done. Boom. Over. And oh, <laughs> hey, Putin, you, you want to, you have a beef with America? Put Putin and, Putin and Biden together and have them arm wrestle. Um, or, or they select a champion. They can select their own champion and we, we do it that way. And I thought, my God, I mean, how much more simple? <laughs> Instead of killing thousands and thousands of people and spending millions of dollars, which by the way, this is all economic. Spending millions of dollars on missiles and tanks and equipment and guns and bullets. We could just have one arm wrestling match. Boom, it's over. And everybody goes home and, and fucks their wives. I, I don't. But it's not that way. And so here we are. Um, so one of the things I want to get into uh, is going to be the Zelensky video. Um, yes. <laughs> and so, that meme that you sent me the other day was, um, or no, did, was that today? I think it was today. Yeah, it was, it was so today. good. So, so yeah, so you, you've got a choice of of uh, leaders. Uh, you've got Boris Johnson breakdancing terribly. Uh, you've got Biden tripping going up the stairs, which is really hard to do. Um, and then you've into got Air Force One. Yeah. yeah, into Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. He can't be saved by his uh, bodyguards when he's tripping up the stairs. Let's just throw that out there. Um, and then there's uh, Trudeau in blackface, um, which was horrifying. Um, or yeah. you got this guy, Zelensky. Um, this guy, he, he's going to be Times Man of the Year, period. It's already done. Um, wrap it up. Um, I think there's a uh, – uh, every year there's like a, a song of the year, okay? And this is like an international thing. And um, I'm sure Ukraine's going to win it, and it's going to be something about him and how valiant he is, which I've got to tell you, it's a pretty neat story. 
This is a good looking dude. Yeah. I know he was a comedian. I know. I know. Got it. But this is not a comedian who's out there. He's he's very good. Like I said, good looking dude. Very holds himself. I mean, this is like the leader that everybody wants. This is like um, yeah. Bill Putnam. Um, Paul, no, uh, from yeah. um, um, Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Putnam. Yeah, Putnam. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. This is that yeah, Putnam, kind of yep. a moment for this guy. He hasn't left Kiev. Um, he will not do it. He sends a selfie video out to his troops. And all it is is just, I am here. And it's he's here. His um, Ministry of Defense is here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole his whole cabinet is there. They're all decked out in gear. I mean, oh, they're dude, armed it, and dangerous. Did it not they're look like, like? Yeah, did that not did that not look like the beginning of a of a Russian rap video? Oh, like, yeah, it just yeah. had that feel to it. Like it was. Yeah, you're about to break out into some major fucking hip hop. But first, let me introduce my crew. <laughs> it was. That's so exactly great. what it was like, and it was just <laughs> yeah. it was the biggest middle finger to the Russians that you ever. Could have. Yeah. I don't. I don't see how you can do more than dropping yeah. your pants and mooning them at that point. And trust me, we've seen some shit on <laughs> TikTok and on Twitter that's just like, well, there is that. Um, <laughs> that's different. Um, but we've seen some stuff on TikTok and Twitter that have just been. And we're waiting for them to break out Fortnite dances, and they're sitting yeah. there talking shit with javelin missiles and MLAs. I mean, this is like. 500 grand worth of kit and they're just like come bring it it's just oh, yeah. it's like expert level shit talking um and it's yeah, some of it's a little finger ominous finger on the trigger yeah yeah well and the yeah. one that i shared with you tonight where um uh what was it he said you assholes i'm giving you one last chance and sitting and he's 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 screwing on a suppressor and he's just calm yes. as day yes I mean, there's no emotion, yeah. and and you're fucked. That was that was pretty much what it came down to. I'm paraphrasing, but it has just been. I never. I can't. I can't imagine what would have happened if we were going to Iraq and Iran, or not Iran, but Iraq, Afghanistan, anywhere else in the Middle East, um, and they have access to, you know, all these social media platforms, and we're running our mouths like that. I can't. I cannot imagine it. And these guys, and you can tell. And God, I, I hope that this isn't staged. I really don't. I don't want it to be. But it is so in your face. Yeah, I. so a couple things. One, I, I it did not mean on Thursday when we, when we talked on our little Ukraine update, I didn't mean for my comment uh, <clears throat> that he was a comedian to be as um, – disparaging as it was. I mean, I, I came off saying, hey, he's a fucking comedian. What the fuck do we care? Well, but all I meant, but, but all I meant was he, he, that he's an entertainer and that's why he's in there. And that's why you would make that comment though, because to your point from the other day was that we put in puppets left and right. So why wouldn't this yeah. Jack, you know, if exactly. it looks like a jerk off, he's got to be a jerk off, right? Yeah. We never saw this coming yeah. where he's, Dude's solid. He's got a different vibe about him. He yeah, might be a and I crazy. so 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 then I started because I I listened to our to I to our show and then I started thinking. All right, was was my comedian comment? I mean, it's someone calling calling me a comedian, you a comedian. Um, is that a disparaging thing to say? Is that is that is that a knock? And then I started thinking about some American comedians like 
well, let me show up. Let me throw out uh, George Carlin. Um, let me throw out Sam Kinison. Let me throw out Bill Burr. Let me throw out Dave Chappelle. Let me show up, throw out Joe Rogan. Um, I, I think probably, even though all those guys that I just named are funny, um, I, I think I would get in a foxhole with any one of them. And I think they would, they would fight and die for me. And I would fight and die for them. Um, it, it's being a comedian and a professional entertainer is not necessarily mean that you're not, that you don't have a serious side, that you're not going to shoot a motherfucker in the no. face if he's trying to take over your country. Right. And so I really started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, there are some people that I respect deeply for, for their minds and for their hearts. George Carlin, I think is probably at the top of that list for me. Um, I absolutely think if he felt it was a justified cause, he would absolutely pick up a gun, put a flak jacket on and, and run, run headlong into the fray because even knowing he was going to die, he would do it because he knows it would send a message to the enemy and to his friends. And so I, I amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I guess that's what we're seeing from Zelensky here is that despite the fact that he was an entertainer and a comedian before what's coming out now is this braver um, in your face. I know how to work this and how to mentally get in your head kind of attitude. And I, and I, I respect it. I love it. I love it. I'm not pro Ukrainian. I'm not pro Russian. I don't give a shit, but Right now, I'm pro Zelensky. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. he's kind of showing his true colors, and I and I dig it. <clears throat> yeah, no, I I completely agree. You know, it's about ready. To, let's go to beer two. Um, let's kick that off, mm. and we've got. To, I want to go back to some of this because there's some stuff, still some other stuff that I want to touch on real quick that I think is 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 interesting. One being Sean Penn. Oh, agree. Is he there? Um, and yeah, uh, God damn it! Know, yes, yes. We've got some good. weird Facebook stuff. Um, and we'll just, we'll come back to it and we'll probably boot some other stuff off the dock, but let, let's get our beer two going. Yeah. Hey, before we go to beer two quickly, yeah. beer one finished better oh, than it call. started. Holy, holy God. Um, beer two, I mean, beer one, I, beer two has a lot to live up to. That's all I'm going to say. This, this was such an amazing beer. I'm glad I, I went with my gut on this. How did your first beer finish? Um, better than it started. Um, it, Again, it wasn't I, – I wouldn't buy it again. I'm okay. just not interested in it. Um, yeah. It didn't have a lot of the stuff that I, I would have liked 
um, it to have been. And maybe I'm comparing it to more, you know, mole stouts and stuff like that. Or, you know, some of the, the hot pepper ones that I've had. But, um, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Not, I mean, it was, I think it was a, if I'm going on the scale of whether it was worth it or not, I think it's a $3 beer in my mind. So, and that's, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I bought, th- bought it for 13. So I, I got hosed. Yeah. 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 Inflation, dude. Uh, global warming it got you yeah goddamn china (laughs) all right goddamn china all right beer number two let's get into it i have let's do it from dubco abuse of stout it's a 12 percenter imperial stout with honey cocoa nibs and vanilla i've never had this company before I like that they have honey in there. That's that's different. That is different. I'm hoping it's not going to be super sweet. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. Let's see where we go with it. Beer, 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 beer. And all right. Go ahead and introduce yours because I have too much head on this one. So. <laughs> hey, there's never there's, there's never no such thing as too head. much head. All right. Uh, well, I'm going with uh, Revision Brewing. I've had a few of their beers. Um, I can't say I've I've been overwhelmingly impressed. Although I, I can't say I've ever had a bad beer by them. I just I, it's just never anything where I'm like, oh man, I got to find more of their stuff. Um, but this one is a uh, it, this one's called Darkling. Uh, it's an imperial stout. Uh, the progenitor of our stout series, Darkling is smooth and velvety in texture, <clears throat> with notes of milk. And dark chocolate balanced with hints of rich espresso. So uh, kind of your, you know, your, your typical imperial stout uh, that, you know, it's a 10.2%. So it's, it's, it's got some weight to it. Um, nothing special about it. That's why I started out with the mole first. Uh, Cause that one definitely was special. This one I thought would just be a nice kind of easy finisher, bring it home kind of a beer. So. Gotcha. What, do you, what and, do you, have you taken a sip of yours yet? No, not yet. It, it's not okay. going down real fast. So, um, okay. I was darkling by who? Uh, revision brewing. Ah, revision. Yeah, revision. Yeah, we we get the revision out here now. They're really really good. Very finished beers. Yeah, they're they're a, I think they're from Nevada, S- some small little shit town in Nevada. Um, they from Pahrump. Is that where uh, they're from? That's one bless of the, you. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. four houses and crackheads in Brump, by the way. <laughs> uh, you're all welcome. And anybody living in Pahrump, I'm sorry. You can please write the show. Well, yeah, you can also um, pick your ass up and move out of there because why? Yeah, exactly. Send us a tweet. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, smells good. All right, yeah this this beer is this beer is meaty. You you know what I mean by meaty? It's it it's it's uh it's got some substance, some thickness to it. It's meaty, and it's got a <clears throat> a savory aspect to it. Yep. Um, it's it's not nearly as good as the cold fire was, but I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say this is a bad beer at all. Again, it's it's solid. A revision makes solid stuff. I I just I'm not overly impressed maybe i should have had this one first <laughs> i would have been more impressed but um you know after that after that cold fire uh this is you know it's kind of like you were saying i I'd, I'd, I'd pay four 450 for this beer 
It's not, it's not fantastic. I, I, well, that's, oh, God damn it. Hold on. Oh, fuck. This sucks. This is shitty beer. Oh, this beer's terrible. (laughs) Are you going to have to hold your nose to this one? Oh, God. First of all, you know that taste? I'm uh, sorry. It's Destination Unknown. That's the that's the name of the brewer. Um, and uh, so two things going on. One, it doesn't taste like it's real vanilla that they use. I think they use extract. Ah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm really damn. sensitive to that, and I just I pick up yep. on it like yep. like it's like it's. I know it's there. Um, and and two, I get this really weird jacked up metallic taste, like I'm I'm like I'm tongue fucking a a nine volt battery and <laughs> and it, it it's my the the sides of my tongue are salivating and that's just weird that's weird that's <laughs> i didn't know i had sal sal salvatory salvation glands salivary salivary <laughs> i, I, I like salvation I salvation no glands. no I- Salvation. I definitely, I definitely don't have any salvation glands. Are you um, saved? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, not, not really. Oh, this well, sucks. that that sucks, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, it's always it's. Listen, it's one a, thing our listeners shoot, yeah. are always going to get is is honesty from us, and if we don't like a beer, we're not going to hide it. So I, you no. know, it sucks that you got a shitty beer, but it's it's good that our listeners are getting it straight up, and so they they won't make the same mistake. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I got three more of those motherfuckers to get through. God damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the worst. God damn it. Oh, fuck. Anyway. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> On with the rest of the show. Um, so we got sanctions to, to really worry about here. Are you ready? Are you sanctions? ready to talk about sanctions? Oh, my. Sanctions? Oh, my. Apparently, Pornhub is not letting Russia see any more porn from them. They have, they have that's creative. Who who owns Pornhub? Can I I don't know. I mean I don't know. Let let's let's see. We gotta we gotta find this out. We gotta find out who owns Pornhub. I, I'm not okay with this. And here's why. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> because no matter which side of this thing you fall on. And, and and believe me, there's justification on both sides. Russia feels like they are justified for going into Donbass particularly, uh, and maybe even U- Ukraine as a whole. And Ukraine is justified for defending themselves. So so both sides are justified on on uh, depending on who you talk to. If you talk to me, everybody's entitled to be able to find some really good porn, whatever you're into. <laughs> Safe um, porn too. Safe porn. Let, let's let's safe. Make sure. Yeah, that's a let's great. Safe. <laughs> so I I don't I, I think this is going too far. I I think you can you can freeze bank accounts, um, currency Kick them off of Swift. whatever. Yeah, you can get kicked off of Swift. You can you can cancel the oil. Or I mean, I'm sorry, the natural gas line. Um, but but you know, give me liberty. 
or give or me death. Give me- I think that should change to give me porn or give me death. I, that's not that's not cool. Pornhub. <laughs> okay, I just want to see protests in Red Square <clears throat> that just say end the war, bring back my porn. That's all I want. I just I need that. I need to see that. I'm that's all I'm I with care you. about now. I'm with you. I I think very famous, you know, very famous quotes uh, should be changed, you know, just taking out key words and, and imposing the word porn in there. Um, There you go. uh, (laughs) This is, this is, this is intolerable to me. So the one quote I was thinking about uh, right now was um, I'm going to say Jefferson, but I'm not, I'm not certain that that's who said this, but you know, the tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of tyrants. And so must the browser history. Uh, What? So must the browser history. I love your idea about protests in red square. And I honestly, in Kiev, there should be protests. Don't take away our porn. I don't know. I'm uh. So you know what's you know what's funny, dude, is when you sent that, like that was probably the most deeply troubling <laughs> headline I saw all week. I was like, what? Yeah. They took away their porn? Shame on you. And look at this. Okay, it's there. So Pornhub is mo, it's owned by Mind Geek. Where is Mind Geek? Quebec, Canada. Oh no! Those did traitors. not see that coming. Yeah, I, wow. I did not. Poor choice either. of terms. I didn't yeah. realize that they also own Brazers, uh, RedTube, UPorn, XTube, um, and <laughs> so many more that I've never been to before. Um, <laughs> I, know, I was just going to say this is like research. Uh, Digital Playground, Men.com, <laughs> Reality Kings. Know about Reality Kings? I never liked Reality yeah. Kings. Sean no, me Cody. Either. No idea what show Sean Cody is. Um, why not buy? Why not? I don't know. Um, so that's uh, they have headquarters in Luxembourg, Buc- Bucharest, Dublin, London, Los Angeles, and Montreal. Would you ever work for a porn company? Oh, absolutely. And they wouldn't even have to pay me that much. <clears throat> like if. <laughs> If you just pay me in porn and or uh, just give me a, a 15 minute break every hour to just go and jerk off. Oh, oh, no. Give me a professional fluffer and I will work for five dollars an hour. Why is Sean Penn in Ukraine? God damn it. I don't know. You know, I want to like I really want to like Sean Penn. I, I'm I, gone. I just I don't anymore. No, I don't. I don't like him as a person. I, I I like his movies, but that's not even enough anymore. Actor and activist Sean Penn, who is on the ground in Ukraine, Ukraine, filming a documentary on the invasion, denounced Russian President Vladimir Putin for what Penn called a most horrible mistake for all humankind. This seems a little opportunistic. Oh gosh, yeah. um, I know that they're going in. I'm going to get there and film a documentary. You pompous, arrogant twat. Or was he, I mean, is he part of the machine? 
Is he part of oh, the propaganda machine? I have no doubt he's part of the liberal right. imperialist machine. Exactly. Absolutely. And he's jumped the shark. He's completely irrelevant. Can I just say that? Yeah. I really, really liked um, the gunman. I don't know if you saw the gunman. That it was a it was a movie. No, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe maybe three years ago. It was good. You know, he's a he's a CIA spook. Um, you know, in Africa, and he and he, you know, he does his job, but it puts him in danger, so he has to go into hiding, and you know, it's this whole story. And it, it was a good movie. It's a solid movie. Yeah, that's the thing. I like his movies. I like the characters he plays generally. Um, but this is just asinine. I mean, this is like, what the? You need to be bitch slapped, dude, and put in your place. Well, and I, I mean, it's insensitive. It's yeah, offensive. Yeah. If you're if you're somebody who's in the military <clears throat> and you're putting your life on the line, and this guy's walking around in body armor, fuck you. You've no business being there. And then you're taking the president. Okay, I don't know when this happened. This little photo op where he's sitting there talking. He looks like a, I don't know, he looks like he was just, he just gave himself up and he's Russian infantry. And he's talking to <laughs> Zelensky and it looks like he's being interrogated. And that's offensive. You're taking a guy away from, you know. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Something that's that's historic and his his world's crumbling around him, and you're sitting there doing your fucking movie. Fuck you, and fuck everything you do from here on. Fuck him. I didn't realize I hated him Agreed. that much, but apparently I do. No, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm actually there with you on it. I and like I said, I. <clears throat> I want to like him. I don't, <laughs> and that's. You know, most people, I, I want to give them the benefit. Of the, I, I do give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I, I again, we've talked about it on the show. I, You know the population of people that I work with. I mean, some really awful, awful dudes um, who did some bad shit in their life and went to prison for it. Some of them for, you know, 35, 40 years. Um, but they deserve a second chance. I, I'm sorry, Sean Penn. You've gotten your second and third and fourth chances, and you keep proving yourself a douche. So you are hereby, and I'm I'm making the sign of the cross. You are hereby relegated to irrelevance. We don't care anymore. You're a, a fucking twat. Yeah, I'm just. I was. I saw that, and I just wanted to fucking scream. Here's another thing that makes me want to fucking scream. Marco Rubio, you son of a bitch. Here's his latest tweet, and he's been doing this shit all week. I'll read a few of the other ones off again. Russian military leaders should think very carefully before following the orders they recently received. He's not going to say what they recently received. He's just sticking his nose into something that he shouldn't fucking be in. Putin is two years shy of life expectancy of a Russian male, and you will spend the rest of your lives evading an international tribunal for committing these crimes. Okay. I don't know why he's even fucking talking again. 
Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Also, much respect to the international online OSINT community, uh, many of whom may not realize how much of their geolocation and vetting of videos and satellite imagery is integrating into the broader work of the intelligence community. Why are you bringing, att- why are you bringing attention to them, you motherfucker? Uh, Russia has now deployed TOS-1 launchers to the outskirts of a heavily populated areas. Get a fucking proofreader, Marco. Uh, thermobaric weapons against civilian targets have zero military purpose. No, I think they do. It's called annihilating the em- enemy, and they're horrible. That's what you should be saying, dick. It would be a war crime aimed at terrorizing and slaughtering people into submission. Why? Who is letting this guy talk? God, you he's know, just awful. This is another case of, um, and I, I'm not going to say he's worse than Biden. But he's definitely in the uh, he's in that same camp of like, really, this is this is who we have chosen as people who should represent us as a people. Um, And uh, so, I mean, I'm going to put Joe Biden to the left. Marco Rubio, First of all, the, the fact that we all know his name and know who he is is a travesty because I'm not sure he has an IQ of over 80. And I'm not disparaging people who don't have an IQ over 80. I'm saying I'm disparaging politicians that those are not the people that we should have in there. There should be a fucking IQ test before you even can be electable. Before you even start your campaign, you should have to know your basic American history, your basic world history – you should have to take an IQ test and and you should be you should be representing the best of us, not the fucking middleman. I mean, this dude would barely make it as a plumber. And I'm not disparaging plumbers because that's a dirty job. But that's that's what he's qualified to do. And yet he's on the world stage talking about politics and talking about uh what Putin should or shouldn't do or what Zelensky should or shouldn't do. Or what weapons work or don't work? I'm sorry. Did you go to Annapolis? I'm sorry. Did you go to West Point? What? Who are you? Why are we listening to you? Why do we give these people the time of day? They're, they've won a popularity contest. And I'm talking about all politicians here. This is a wide paintbrush that I will not retract a word I say because it's all true. All politicians... All they've done is won a popularity contest because they had more money to put into advertising than the other guy. And that is literally the only thing that qualifies them to be in a position of power. Literally. This is a very dangerous moment. Putin is increasingly angry and isolated. And NATO is outraged by his barbarity and feels increasingly threatened by his actions. At some point, someone is going to take actions they may not view as an attack, but that the other side does. Thanks, Marco. Thanks for <laughs> for giving us your amazing insight. And you know what's also what else is crazy, dude? <clears throat> These people are given access and clearance to high sensitivity information, top secret, classified stuff that they their tiny little brains probably can't even wrap around. But they know it. Yeah, but they're just going to turn and, into a soundbite like this. 
Out Jesus. of curiosity, does anyone know how many Putin paratroopers a Russian Il-76 usually carries? Asking for a friend. That's cute. I it, it it's it's frustrating to me because it's arrogant and it's it and it's not necessary. And you don't see everybody else in Congress running their mouths like this. You know, you want to say, hey, I'm totally for, you know, I, I'm in Ukraine's seat and I think Putin is horrible. That's fine. But when you start doing shit like this, you're trying to muck things up and you're trying to make yourself important when you're not. At a time that you're not supposed to be important. You're supposed to let everybody else go about their business, handle things and shut the fuck up so that you don't jack something up. And one, get us into a firefight or two, get somebody else killed that doesn't deserve it, who's actually in the middle of the war. So just go away, you prick. <clears throat> so I have a, I have a, <laughs> well said, by the way, um, I have an interesting question for you. So I think, I think you and I both agree on this point, And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say most of, of the American public at large would agree with this statement that at some point a military position becomes more political than military. All right. I mean, I, I, I don't know. So for you, at what level does that happen? I mean, it's certainly not the Lieutenant who's, who's just trying to keep his guys alive. And we can all agree that the joint chiefs of staff are, that's a political position. So, yeah, absolutely. but, 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 but at what point, what, where in the, in the ass kissing or the the you know dick sucking, whatever happens, I don't know how you get to those positions. But at what point are you less of a military man and more of a political man? You know, honestly, it depends on how you define politics. I mean, I deal with politics in my job every day. Yeah, you deal, right. You deal with politics in in this in your job. Hefe does too. Yep. I mean, there's politics at all levels. Um, I think it's what 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 you're asking, and correct me, is what what point in time do you start playing political games more often than actually doing leading people and actually strategizing yep. efforts? Yep. That's that's you're going exactly right. That's that's exactly what I'm asking. I, I I don't know where that is, but I think as soon as you start becoming a talking head, when you start being somebody who's taking on speaking positions or you're speaking in front of large groups and trying to persuade somebody, that's when you get to the point where, you know what? I'm not sure about your message. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a, that's a good metric to use. I mean, because you can't, you can't just say, well, you know, this, this Navy Admiral is definitely more political than military, but then you look at, you know, some other guy who's, you know, admiral of the of the, you know, second Atlantic fleet, and that dude's all about military stratagem, and and he's he's not political at all. He's he's giving it to you like it is, like, like this is what's what's on the ground, right? Um, so I I I don't know. It's just an interesting question that um, is it when they start I, wearing I a think, suit? <laughs> well, I but all military officers wear a suit. Yeah, I mean, but there's suits and then there's suits, right? I mean. Colin Powell, I never got. I never got the feeling that he was a uh, politician. I, I really didn't. Not until well after he got out of service and he he left government. 
And I, I, I definitely give you that. Um, you know, I, so I think as an, from an enlisted perspective, I think anybody above an E4 um, becomes, becomes this, you know, even the NCOs, the non-commissioned officers, they, they become, you know, this thing that, well, they're, they're just, you know, telling us what to do and they're part of the man and all that. But really the, the E5s, E6s, E7s, you know, the, the master chiefs, they're, they're actually out there for the guys and they were one of the guys and they worked their asses off to get where they are. I think and this is my personal opinion. This is just me. And I, again, I was in the military, fuck, 25, over 25 years ago. So, th- th- I mean, take it for what it is. This is a, a huge grain of salt. Um, I think any time that somebody has to go to college, whether it's war college or whether it's a liberal arts college, once they have to go to college and learn the philosophy of war, I think right there at that moment, you start losing your perspective of what war really is. That's and I'm not saying, point. yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, there aren't some captains out there that have, that have, you know, they, they had their college degree and they went out and they bled for their guys. Not what I'm saying, but I am saying that they lose that perspective of what it is to dig a trench, to, to, to be out there in the muck and the, and the blood and the shit um, and and still send guys back in there. I, I I think that's where the line is drawn. And I and I could be way off, but that's just my perspective. No, I, I I've never been in the military. I can't I can't really speak on it. I could assume that there's probably a big difference between um, somebody who's going to officer, you know, you know, you know military academy. They're going the officer route. I could see that. I could, I could totally see that because are they ever going to be actually in the trenches or are they going through the same things that everybody else does? Probably not. seems like they might be kind of gifted. I don't know. I don't know the process of it. I've never, I've never, like I said, never experienced it, never done any research on it. Um, if I speak out at all about military stuff, you should probably just, you know, disregard everything I'm saying. Cause I've never walked <laughs> a minute in their shoes. I just have yeah. a hell of a lot of respect for them because they're willing to die for what they believe in. And, I'm here on a fucking podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, that's a, wow. That, that's a great, that's a great idea. I don't know. I would love it's to a talk deep, about. It's a deep question. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would love to talk to uh, some ex-military about that and have that conversation and see what they think about that. Because it's, I mean, that, that you're yeah, talking, I've, I've, what you're talking about is a, 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 a disconnect. Right. I mean, you're talking about a, a significant yeah. disconnect in, in leadership and that's, that's fascinating. And I, and I actually think, um, you know, to your point earlier, when I, when I first posed the question, you went to your own personal experience. And I actually think that disconnect that you're talking about, that line that's drawn between the, they, and the us, um, it happens in every organization, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if it, if it's private business, <clears throat> Or if it's the military, or if it's politics, there's a line at which you feel like you're you're one of the grunts and you're doing the work, and those above me don't understand. And then all of a sudden you cross over that line and you're like, well, yeah, I'm making some hard decisions here, and the people below me 
they're not willing to do what I'm asking them to do, you know, because it's the best for the company or the country or, or the troops or whatever. And I, I, it's a, it's an important question because I think this podcast, we generally take the point of view of the everyday guy, because that's who we are. We're everyday guys. I, I, yeah, right. And I, and that's, that's who I identify with. Um, That's who I want to be a part of. That's, that's, those are my people. I want to be with the hardworking guys that'll put you in check just as fast as, as you can put them in check. Um, and, and women even too. I, I've always been attracted to the woman who cusses and drinks and can put me in line um, as opposed to the demure, you know, scared little girl that's just going to do what I say. I, that's not what I want. I want a partner. I don't want a, a, a fucking lackey. So, but I also realize that there are people who aspire to be in those higher positions. And so my, this is a, a long winded way of, of getting back full circle to the difference between a Biden who uh, let's be honest, has never fought a day in his life and a Putin who came up through the KGB. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Right. Who was one of the guys who uh, learned how to, huh? And he's, and he's personally killed people with his bone bare hands. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Suit. He, <laughs> yes. He was one of the guys. Yeah. And so by the time he gets to where he's at now to, to, to give that order to kill, to get that order to go in and invade, that's a much different decision for him, much different than it is for a, a Biden or an Obama or a Bush or a Clinton, these people have never, they've probably never even been in a fist fight, let alone pull the trigger. Right. So I, I don't know. It's just an interesting conversation. Again, it could be, could be something for another show. Cause we're, we're running long here and we have some other stuff to get to, but just, uh, I, I just, I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> no, I, I think it was, I think, I think that was very well said. That was, that was very well said. And I just want to pause for a moment and thank Pubcat, Pub Time Podcast. Uh, these guys are awesome. Um, fantastic friend of the show. I mean, I hate using that term because they're just fucking cool. Just they're. I yeah. mean, I would I would go and I would drink with these guys. Okay. Oh um, yeah. They so I, I sent out today the uh, um the Mersheimer video. And my whole point was that 
When working through, well, I'll just tell you the tweet. When working through the reasoning for our current events, it's important to look at things from many angles, especially the historic. You aren't going to get this from the mainstream media. Um, so I sent the video and I thought, you know, I was just, I was being poignant and just throwing it out there, right? Mr. Deep. So pub time fires back with this gem and gives me CNN Ukraine. We're sad to announce that the first American casualty of the Ukraine crisis has taken place. Thoughts and prayers with the family of activist Bernie Gores, who passed away this morning after a mine planted by Russian backed separatists exploded. February 23rd, 2022. And opposite that is CNN Afghanistan. And this is from August 16th, 2021. Breaking (laughs) hashtag CNN hashtag journalist Bernie Goers executed in Kabul by Taliban soldiers. We are working with U.S. officials to get several more journalists out of Afghanistan at this time. Our thoughts are with Bernie's family. Fuck you, CNN. Just, just <laughs> fuck you. I, I don't well know done. if this is accurate. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping it is. Pub time. If it was just a meme, that's still amazing because I buy it. I'm all in. Yeah. But holy shit. Uh, yeah. No, that's amazing. A uh, good <clears throat> job, pub time. And it's the same picture. It's the same dude. I mean, it's. It is the same damn picture. There's oh my no God. difference in it. That's great. Yeah. Well, well done. I mean, yeah, let's let's take a step back here and really how many of us can say that we've really taken a hard look and and actively researched the opposite side of what we think is the truth. Like, okay, fine. You think this is the truth on COVID? You think this is the truth on Russia? You think this is the truth on cryptocurrency? Go out and research what the opposite is and yeah. see what you find. And don't fucking goddamn for the love of God, don't use Google when you do it. Cause Google is is fucking with your head. Use some other platform, some other search engine that's gonna give you maybe not perfect results, but better results. And see what you find. Cause I I actually think you'll your your mind will be blown. You you We'll have a lot of listeners out there going, oh, shit, I need to question my whole reality. <laughs> I mean, that's what I did. That's that's what we've all been doing the last, what, two right. and a half years now? Yeah. Shit. We're also, we're self-examining. Yep. Yep. We're checking ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Um, yeah. I want to, I do want to shout out to Jim, Joe, Steve show podcast. Um, and uh, their comment was, it's from a tor- trusted source. So... So, you know, big time sarcasm there. Um, Ebony, again, that made her morning. And I I, I, I started putting lyrics together. <clears throat> and I want to try something on you. You know the Rod, Rod Stewart song, Some Guys Have All the Luck? I do. All right. So this is what came to mind immediately when I saw Pub Time's tweet. Some guys have all the luck. Some guys have all the pain. Some guys get all the breaks. Some guys die over and over again. Did that work? I mean, do I have a future in uh, or no? I mean, <laughs> no? I mean, you know, no. McShane, I, I love you. Break it I, off. No, I me. love you. Just, just stick it in and break it off. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. I love you, but no, please don't ever do that again. Don't. 
You couldn't see, you know, Rod Stewart and leather pants singing that? No? All right. It may just be me. I know because nobody else found it funny, and that's okay. <laughs> I th- actually think funny. many people are going to find it funny. No, no, no. It's going to be funny. It's just please, please don't quit your day job. And also don't quit the podcast because uh, you make this whole thing go around. So <laughs> we need you here. All right. You got it. I, I will try not to. Uh, <laughs> oh, my quit God. I cannot wait to get to this. I cannot wait to get to the story. Let's let's go. Go, go, go. Louis C.K. is performing in Kiev. <laughs> How do you keep that date? I mean, again, we're talking about somebody who's obviously irrelevant, but how do you keep that date? <laughs> I mean, he's canceled, but he can still get a gig in a war zone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, how desperate do you have to be? Um, to, to like, like, look, I understand there's a war going on, but I can't lose this show. And then on the flip side of that, who's going to this show? I mean, either things are not as bad as we think they are on the ground and in Ukraine, which is very possible. Cause again, we've been fedding this, we've been fed this line of bullshit. Um, or Louis CK is so desperate that he doesn't care if, (laughs) If just two people, two psycho fucking people show up while the city's, city is being shelled, he doesn't care. He's going to tell some <laughs> jokes, and uh, we're going to laugh through this with his oh. dick hanging out, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Canceled yeah. comedian. Um, so his <laughs> tickets to his show <laughs> had a 30% discount. So you could go to the show. And it's only eleven dollars and seventy cents, dude. Dude, I I want to get to the point where we have a wartime discount on our show. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't I want that. I don't know that we're the that far discount? off. Yeah, yeah this, right? this is weird. Yeah. Concert goers will reportedly have to forego their phones. Uh <laughs> well, uh, duh. All right, let's get into a little shop of horrors meets Terminator. <laughs> what a night oh oh let's let's hit this this is gonna be fun we're we're at we're at the exact exact right amount of inebriated for this story (laughs) oh go for it (laughs) well no okay so i i i came across this um this article and and basically what the the scientists set out to do was to mimic biology right they 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 took this venus flytrap and it it has a certain stimulus right when the they they put out the sweet sticky stuff on their on their lips for for lack of a better term i guess i should call it their their mouth um and then when the when the insect whatever it is a fly usually but it it can be anything a bee a, a praying mantis they'll eat whatever when it lands in this area they have an immediate Reaction, just kind of like when you stick your finger down your throat, you immediately have that retching. You just have a gag reflex. It's Unless the same. What's that? Unless you don't. Unless you don't. Yeah, some some people don't. But most of us have that reflex that when you touch or like when you hit your knee and you just right. have that, you know, yeah. yeah, that reflex. So that's the plant's reflex. As soon as they feel a light touch, 
in that one area, boom, their, their jaws closed. So what the scientists sought out to do was, can we program a computer chip that can get to the nervous system of the plant, which in itself is already a fucking crazy idea? Because wait, plants have nervous systems? And wait, are we hurting plants when we kill them and chop them up and carve our way through a forest or pull carrots out of the ground or potatoes or pull an apple off of a tree? Anyway... So they put this computer chip on this Venus flytrap <clears throat> to see if they could trigger the response to close when they wanted to, with or without stimulus. And what do you know? <laughs> it worked. Uh, they could do it. And they could program it to do it um, on, a, on a schedule. They could program it to do it you know, just whenever they wanted, at will. Um, it was pretty pretty amazing and pretty mind-blowing and actually kind of scary. The implications here are that we could control a human brain uh, with a computer chip, which I actually think is wholly possible. Um, They're already starting to control a human brain with our phones. And yes, it's by choice, but they're still controlling us. Um, And, and so just wait until they get a, a chip inside of you or a chip inside your brain. Um, we have a, have a really weird future ahead, man. Really weird. So this is, a, this is going to open up another show where we're going to have to really deep dive into it because I think agreed it's fascinating to me. Agreed. Um, but somebody who's actually doing work on that is, is Elon Musk. He's trying to do, he's trying to be able to put, computers into your brain through what's called Neuralink. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that's, uh, hey, we, is, we got a Hefe? We got a Hefe sighting. Yeah. We got a Hefe. Going on. Um, we were just talking about putting brain, uh, chips in our brains and stuff like that. Would, would you be Not down potato with, chips? Like, yeah. Like, like computer chips. chips. Yeah. yeah. Would, yeah. would you put a microprocessor <laughs> in your, in your head? If it meant like you that could Venus flytrap, yes, yeah, like yes, that. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what, what we just started talking about. Yep, I was I was busy. I didn't get to read that article. Uh, what I mean, what's going on with that? Is it so essentially? It? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. What they what they did was they were able to add a what amounts to a, a microchip that they were able to actually link into the um, neurosystem of the Venus flytrap and you're able to open and close it at will. So the question we just came to and we'll probably have to go into heavy on another night is, would you be interested in having a microchip of some kind in your brain? How would it and, benefit and- me? Well, and that, and that's and that's I think yeah. that's where I'm going to yeah. end up is what do I get out of this for it? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean here here's the thing is I I think that's one of those, I mean it is the ultimate double edged sword right because, I mean we all know I mean we we've heard the stories of the of the mother, you know who who lifts the car off of her infant, uh and, and she's super strong when she only weighs like a buck thirty. <clears throat> and and so we can access those parts of our brain. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know this. This is a this is a interesting fun fact that I found out a few months ago. 
but the muscles in your legs, your thigh muscles, and this is even for like just the average human, not even like a weightlifter, but, but just, just the average person, um, your muscles are strong enough to snap your femur in half. I mean, with, with actually very little effort, the, the leverage that they have, you could snap your own femur, but your brain controls how much strength it's, it gives to those muscles because it doesn't want to snap the femur. And so if you could unlock, let's say even 20% more strength than you thought you had, I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be amazing? Like put a chip in me and I can be 20% stronger than I am today right now. Yeah. But the double-edged sword of that is then now someone has control over all of your strength. So they can just shut you down if they want. Oh, no, no, this guy's getting out of line. Uh, delete, control, alt, delete. And the dude just fucking falls down. I mean, it's, it's a double-edged sword that I don't want to be a part of. Yeah. Wasn't there something a few months ago we went, we talked about where it's like, a you can, you can trick your brain into thinking you're exercising or something like that. You guys remember that? Oh, that was a, uh, some kind of stimulus. I can't remember what it was though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, so everything goes back to the brain. It's that's, um, wow. That's. But getting back to the microchip, you definitely, definitely got to give me something. I'm not just going to volunteer for that shit. You guys remember um, Universal Soldier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme and uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the big Russian. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Anyway, uh, Ivan uh, that Drago. Was all, oh, wait, that was yeah, this, Drago. this show. Drago. Rocky yeah. Four. <laughs> exactly. Drago. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, that was all kind of that same premise. Like, okay, we're going to, we're going to enhance the human body, but there's consequences. You got to, you got to cool it. You have to, you know, get extra sugars and it can do superhuman things, but then, you know, you've, you've got to uh, give it what it needs to, to repair. And I mean, that's, that's, you know, basic working out one one you know, you can tax your muscles only so much, but then you got to feed it with proteins and amino acids and all those things. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, you know, part of me would be fascinated, like, okay, world war three starts and the U S government's like, Hey, we're going to make super soldiers even out of like 70 year olds. We're just going to put this chip in and you're going to be able to run around and jump and roll and fight like a 20 year old. There's a certain, <laughs> part of me that's like sign me up and then the other side of me is like when they're done with me then what 
Well, and the, right. the, the guy that Jeff was dealing to, I'm sure he'd be in. <laughs> right? He'd have, he'd have kicked your ass instead of just yelled at you. So here's my thing. I would do it because I love the idea of circumventing age in that if once my brain, I would rather go out when my body gives out versus my brain giving out. I couldn't imagine being a vegetable. I, I can't do that. Um, but if I had something that could circumvent dementia or Alzheimer's or something along those lines and repaired my my brain or, God forbid, enhanced it, that would be awesome. I'm also all for having robotic knees. I'm into this. I'm totally <laughs> fine with it. Yeah. Um, I know I'm not going to live forever, and that's cool. I don't want to. But all this other stuff that enhances me, I think I'm totally fine with it, including robot dicks. <laughs> well yeah if you could if you could fuck like a sibian machine you guys yeah. know what the sibian is right yeah i mean yeah, i absolutely. would absolutely love to do that i mean be able to please my woman on every mm-hmm. level hey yeah. you know i just i just thought of something I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you guys both this really quick i know Hefe, you've got a limited time so let's hear from you first but let's what? say let's say that you just became the most attractive person on the planet. Okay. You're you all of a sudden the consensus is you're the sexiest man alive. What's your first move? What do you do first? Hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. That is a crazy question. I mean, do you, do you just like go after Selma Hayek and see if you can, Make that happen or, oh. or, or like, do you go for money or, I mean, yeah, that's a fucked up question, but it's, I, I want to hear what you have to say. Um, I mean, yeah, I would definitely, uh, find an agent and, uh, start raking in some cash, but the, uh, the Salma Hayek angle, maybe a Salma Hayek, <laughs> Elizabeth shoe threesome that I've dreamt about. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, man. Probably just walk around and just let people stare at me. (laughs) (laughs) Just walk around naked. (laughs) Would you start an OnlyFans? Yeah, there you go. You'd you'd make so much money. What about what about you, McShane? What what was your first move? Uh, If I became the wow, that would be a lot of work Um, to achieve that. Uh, What would I do? I'd go into acting. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I would go into and acting. Then I'd, all I'd, the... I'd take some classes and I would suck at it and maybe make some some decent coin. Yeah, but but you're but you're beautiful, so no one cares. Yeah. I mean it's like yeah, exactly. I mean, we all know the the long list of actors and actresses that were just like terrible, but they were right. beautiful, so they made money. <clears throat> oh, totally. I, I think you know what's funny is like I'm I, I've spent a lot of years uh trying to conquer and get control of my ego um, and, and squash it. Cause you know, ego leads to a lot of bad stuff. As, as soon as I thought of this question, literally my first answer was, well, I, I would, I would do my best to make a threesome or a foursome or however many I could get. <laughs> I would make that happen. And, and I was like, fuck, that's all ego. What the fuck? <laughs> and you're back to square <laughs> so, one. So oh. what I'm saying to my, <laughs> yeah, 
what I'm saying to myself is I'm squashing my ego just because I'm not hot enough. But if I was hot enough, then let the ego run wild and I'm going to fuck as many women at the same time as I can. Just let that ego go. Yeah, just let it, just wind it up and go. That's terrible. God, I'm a terrible human. Anyway, I, it's, it is actually an interesting question because you get a lot of different answers from people um, with this question. And I, I uh, even for myself and, and for all of us, I knew we were going to all have a, a similar yet different take on it. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's tough. All right. Tough um, and let's fun. Let's see. Do we have anything left that we want to dive into? I feel like we've killed the Ukraine thing enough for, you know, a week. Um, we got Wait, your, hey. we got What's up? What do you got? I just thought of something I would do. Okay. I would go around to every chick that ever dumped me and just <laughs> give her the finger. Not well, that's a bad choice of words. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> 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 I would do that too. The literal or the proverbial? <laughs> I give her the eleventh finger. <laughs> How do you like that? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! I mean, it's dude. There's a part of me that would want to do that too. Like yeah. my, uh, my, 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 uh, <laughs> my 14 year relationship that you guys are both oh, yeah. very, very well familiar with. Um, my God, you know, she was all ego and uh, that's part of the reason that we're not together anymore. And I would just love to be like, look what you gave up. <laughs> look what you walked away from bitch. <laughs> like, look at me now. Where are you at? Oh, you're, you're with nobody. And I'm everybody. So thanks. How many foursomes have you had lately? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm going to fuck your sister and your mom at the same time. And there's nothing you could do about it. Oh, you should do that. Because they want it. You should yeah, exactly. do that. Sorry. I got I got uh, really excited for you. I wanted to cheer you on to victory. Yeah. No, no. I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you're right. That, like, that's so funny. Like, it's immediately the ego just comes in and is like, dude, I'm going to dominate the whole fucking world. Well, it's spread like my seed everywhere because I'm a, yeah. And, and, and the other, I mean, that's, that's like, you just came into, you know, okay. So Shiv goes to a dollar. What do you do? You know, yeah, I'm well, yeah. Spraying and praying. <laughs> you better wear a raincoat. Um, you know, exactly. uh, yeah, I, I can, you know, you're absolutely right because you went, God forbid we have an edge. We get a leg up. Yeah. Everything is a goddamn grind, right? So God forbid we get a yeah. leg up and somehow. Okay. You know what? You put something in my brain that that just kind of rearranges the DNA and all of a sudden I look like Brad Pitt. Only me, right? Or yeah. a chick is looks like Jennifer Aniston. Whatever, right? Suddenly you've got this, this leg up and you feel good and you're going to dominate everything because your confidence is high and you just cannot miss. Not everybody gets that. Yeah. So I completely fucking get that. No. You're, you're, no. You, this, this gate, this, this gate is unlocked all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. go through this. Not, mm-hmm. not only this gate that's unlocked, but this gate that you've been banging your head on for t- 48 years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's finally open, and you're like, "Oh, okay, fuck yeah, I'm going through." All Every right. animal, 
every human would do that. Yeah. All right, guys, I got to go. All, All right, right man. FA. I'm We're glad you wrap up. in a second time. See you guys later. All right, later. later. All right. All right, we got to talk about Zuckerberg's sister next week. We'll, we'll get in next week, I promise. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we this one ran a little long. I think we had a lot of really good content, but we yeah. did not get to everything we wanted to, and that's okay. I mean, we'll like you said, we'll get to some stuff next yeah. week. Um, and depending on how you know the, uh, the 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 situation with Ukraine and Russia goes, we may do another midweek show. I that's totally on the table, and we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's not going to be unless we've got something that's that's. It needs to be worth your time at the end of the day. But yeah. I think we enjoyed yeah. that, um, especially since it took a lot of the heavy shit out. We we kind of were able to kind of kind of just able to discard it because the beginning of the week was really heavy, and that led us to being able to talk about Pornhub being sanctioned and the Zelensky video and what a fucking pimp that guy is. Um, you know, all that other stuff that we get, were able to get into, which was, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. So. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So what, what, which one of those two beers are you taking to bed? Oh, you know, I, that mole, that cold fire mole stout was just, okay. uh, dude, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a five, a five star review for me. Um, I have not been keeping up on my untapped, which I'm, um, recommitting myself to, I will be getting back on there tomorrow. Um, but it's going to be a five star for it. It's, it's so, it was so good. So well balanced. Um, the only thing, and it, the only reason it might not make five and get like a 4.75 is that the heat wasn't quite there. I, I would have liked a little, just a little more pepper on the yeah, end, but I totally it was understand. still, it was, yeah, it was still yep. great. Um, yep. still had enough kick that I, I just really enjoyed that beer, but, um, you know, again, my my uh, imperial style from revision was fine, um, and I would I would absolutely get it again, but not if I had the cold fire stout first. <laughs> it just yep. it just eclipsed it. So yeah, how about you? Um, no, I, I I would actually go with the uh, it. It's so hard because I really didn't like either of these beers. Um. <laughs> I would say hey. I'm going to go with the abusive stout. Um, yeah. Even though it, it's, it, it, I mean, there's a lot of vanilla extract in it. And I didn't, I mean, it had some cocoa in it and vanilla. Yeah, it just it sucked. Um, but I would go with it over the other one though. Cause I didn't like that one either. That both were unremarkable. I mean, we're talking, I'm going to shred it and I'm going to go out of my way to do it tomorrow. Sure. Um, just because, that it needs to be punished. Yeah. I, you know, um, I have a challenge for you though. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So forward to getting more feedback from our listeners. So thank you everybody who's been, um, chiming in throughout the week on Twitter. Um, it yes. keeps us yeah. going. It's, it's yes. fun. Um, but, uh, I hope everybody stays safe out there. If you're actually listening to us and you're in a war zone, it doesn't matter whether it's the Ukraine, Russia, whether you're in the Middle East. Shit. Some people in Chicago would it would feel like they're in a war zone. Be safe. Hell Stay yeah, indoors. or the Canadian truckers. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, but stay safe. Um, that's that's my my hope for you guys. And uh, 
Everybody else, do something good for yourself this week. I'm concerned uh, for humanity right now. We're we're uh, we're in a sticky spot, and and we all know it. We all feel it. Um, lots of, I mean, God, how much news comes out every day, every week, every month? You can't even keep track of it all. And so I'm I'm gonna just piggyback off of what McShane said. Um, one of the reasons that we do this show. And maybe the main reason we want to disseminate the information that we're getting all week to maybe help you make some really good informed decisions for what's going to happen tomorrow and next week and next month. And, and so all I can say is our wish for you is that you're safe, that you have your head on a swivel um, and that, and that you're prepared for what's coming. Don't, don't be caught with your pants down. Um, and and keep tuning in because one thing I can say for sure is we are going to give you the most up-to-date, um, most researched news. I mean, McShane and I literally every day, and, and Hefe, we are sending, what, 60 to 70 texts a day uh, just, just, just trying to disseminate everything that's happening. Hey, did you see this? Hey, did you see that? So we're going to be a source for you, but we're only once a week. So just keep doing your research, stay safe, keep preparing for what, for what the worst is. Cause if that doesn't happen, then at least you're okay with what does happen. Um, and my God, just know we love you. We love every one of you. Um, and we love your love for us. Keep that coming in. Um, and, and we're ready. We're ready for what's, what's next. And I don't even know what that is, but we're ready. And we'll be here to report as long as we can. I'm Steve McShane. I'm Fitz. We'll talk to you soon. That will do it for this week's show. Shocking how long they last each week. Remember to leave a review and thanks for listening. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.